We're in the studio with the Milk Blossoms this afternoon. Band out of Denver. That was really fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, I'll get around to the beatboxing. That's one of the things <laughs> I want to talk about. But can you all just introduce yourselves for the listening audience that cannot see you and are not in this room with you right now? Sure. My name's Harmony. I play the ukulele. Uh, my name's Michelle. I beatbox. And my name's Blair, and I play the keyboard. Okay. And you're not just playing the ukulele. You're also singing. Yes. So that's <laughs> important. That was the voice that you heard was Harmony. All right. So... Um, I just want to start with the beatboxing because for one thing, <laughs> you don't find very many people who can do it, especially females. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, when I try to beatbox, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit. It's so horrendous. <laughs> how do you learn how to beatbox? Where does that come from? How um, to... Well, it always it always starts horrendous. It was pretty horrendous for me for a while. Oh, okay. um, we have, weirdly enough, we have a recording of the first time, one of the first times I did it in public. Um, is at a little coffee shop in the Santa Fe Arts District, and it sounded really like I sounded like cups. You know, it's it was very like rudimentary. Um, and then I just sort of started to watch YouTube videos and tutorials and learn beat patterns. Um, and as a singer for most of my life, I haven't really ever gotten along with other instruments, so um, so beatboxing was kind of a natural extension of singing. And um, I think once I committed to like how much spit there was, then it was kind of just, it was just kind of kept going after that. <laughs> so when you started doing it, you don't even feel like you were great at it. You just were like, what the heck? I'm oh gonna... no, I knew I was pretty bad. Wow. <laughs> and you just did it. That's so amazing. It is a lot of, it's mostly commitment. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, most people have a lot of like innate rhythm within them. And so be- beatboxing was a nice way to do that without having to like move my limbs all that much. Yeah. Um, even though now nowadays I'm sweating a lot when I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have worn this turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's warm in here. I was freezing all day. Okay, um, tell me how you three met. How did this come about, this collaboration? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Michelle and I met in middle school when we both lived in Durango, Colorado. Um, and uh, then we didn't meet up again until... Uh, we were about 20 years old and she moved into my house that I lived in and then the school that Michelle was going to that's where she met Blair and um, we fell in love with the recordings that she had online and so Michelle and I were a band for a couple of years and um, and then we brought Blair in a couple of years later and when you say the recordings she had online yeah, she had some lo-fi recordings of her own work online, and we were looking for a permanent member um, to really like be the bed that she is with that sound. And yeah, we went from there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And you all have been doing this for how long together? Since seven uh, years. Seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of being a, a rock band or whatever you would <laughs> pop what wait, wait a minute you got some awards from westward one was for pop and one was for what experimental experimental yeah, yeah. That, that. Mm-hmm. within a couple years of each other which is a compliment yes I think. it is it was <laughs> <laughs> we're confused too about what genre we are um but we uh have the the benefit of when people sort of do put us in a category then we're like yeah i could see that <laughs> Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, yeah, experimental pop yeah. together. <laughs> For those of you just joining us, we are in the studio, the KGNU studios with the Milk Blossoms out of Denver. All right, are you all going to play us a couple songs here again? Yeah, mm-hmm. we are. Um, this next one is called Parade.
a book with bits of glass in the spine Next one is called Flying Spark.
Seven empty whiskey bottles scattered like dried petals, or orange peels, or empty shells. I remembered your flinging, unraveling across the room, like dancing round the maypole. I was holding on tight to spools of ribbon. From your center Like a dying star I catch them in my arms Those flying sparks I catch them in my arms, those flying sparks, I catch them in my arms, those flying sparks, I catch them in my That was really lovely. I had goosebumps at one point. That was very sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah. You all are so expressive, even in a room where (laughs) there's hardly anyone around. It's really, (laughs) it's kind of magnetizing to watch you. Um, Once again, we are here with the Milk Blossoms from Denver. Did you all always think that you were going to be in an an experimental pop band? Or were you, I mean, were there aspirations when you were younger of being in a band did this were you all singing together when you were in middle school yeah we were in choir together I've always wanted to be in a band I've always wanted to be on stage since I was tiny tiny um we I didn't know that we that I would want to be in an experimental pop band that's just something (laughs) you realize you're a weirdo (laughs) you find other weirdos and then you realize that whatever genre you're playing is just by proxy weird um or not weird I mean we're not too strange but um yeah i think a lot of that is um thanks to the diy community that we also came up in um these last seven or eight years it kind of provided a platform for us that was was low cost but but sort of high intimacy um and people really cared about listening to the music and we weren't really asked what genre we were until much later in our sort of development and much later as being a band um because I think I think that sort of experimental nature, which we all have a bit of, you know, comes from comes from that community, um, which is unfortunately not as as um, 
thriving as it once was. The city is changing a lot. Um, and so there aren't many house shows left and there aren't many community houses that uh, people can play in. But I think, you know, I think they'll always find a way. <laughs> the DIY community, it's kind of in the name, do it yourself. So <laughs> they'll find a way. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that was part of it is that we didn't have to answer that question for a long time. So we got to be our sort of authentic selves without having to think too much about the outside perspective. Right. Absolutely. What it, um, do you all have day jobs? Or night jobs? Do you all have oh, other yeah. things that you do Good for um, <laughs> income? Yeah, yeah, well, Harmony and I are in school right now. Yep. Um, and then I also make coffee sometimes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am a uh, teaching artist at a nonprofit called Youth on Record in Denver um, that teaches like music production and a bunch of different things to underserved youth in the area. That's cool. It's it's definitely a blessing. I they value their artists quite a bit and I think that's something I didn't think I'd get in a job to like be able to bring my wholeness to it as like an artist and as a person. You usually have to keep it separate between your day job and everything else, but it's been pretty cool. Yeah. And school is good. You like school? Oh, well, no, but <laughs> <it's just> <laughs> <laughs> No, I do have some great teachers and I'm in a writing program and it's definitely um, kicking my ass in a great way, reading so much, writing so much. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it to be over in May, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, I love learning. I just don't like being graded on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but I guess I probably wouldn't learn as much as I do if I wasn't at school. I'm not that self-disciplined. I hear that. I understand that. <laughs> Um, so the next show you all have is going to be at the Lion's Lair, mm -hmm. February 16th yes. for the KGNU mm -hmm. quarterly show, right? Yeah. Okay. So you all heard that. <laughs> um, how do people find you on, in the world, in the interwebs or whatever? How in the interwebs. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, everything at the Milk Blossoms. Um, you can also find us on Bandcamp. Um, and we're about to launch a new website, themilkblossoms.com. So you can also find us there. Nice. And you put out a second, a sophomore album last year. Can mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about that? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, it's called Dry Heat of the Heavenly. Um, we released it in March, and I think, I think, I don't know. I don't want to, like, say too much about what it sounds like or anything like it's probably best just to listen to it but I think we've definitely like crystallized something um something important <laughs> you know that it took us a while to learn how to say exactly yeah we went through a lot like we went through a lot of emotional labor in our personal lives in between the first album and this last one we went through a lot of transitions a lot of grief a lot of a lot of a lot <laughs> um as people and so i think that the title is sort of about mm, it's simply it's about sort of like the duality of like peaks and valleys and ups and downs um but how it's a process you know and we we went through a lot as people and so we were really proud to be able to sort of offer those times in our lives something like tangible something for ourselves and and hopefully for other people to maybe enjoy 
Okay, and one one last question. Um, just coming into 2019 and thinking about inspiration for the days and months and years ahead, what, where do you all derive your inspiration, whether for music or life or mm. f- for each of you? I'm just curious, like something that you feel is inspiring now or has been kind of a major inspiration for you. What's inspiring? <laughs> I was Please not prepared for that question. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me something that's inspiring. I, I guess in this day and age. Uh, that last record was um, a lot of processing, and maybe now um, I'm looking to be inspired by, like maybe happiness for once, or mm. something, uh, or like something like that. Um, taking taking the music in a different direction, if if plausible. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I mean, I've definitely heard somewhere, I don't remember where, that creativity is basically just like not putting unnecessary limits on yourself. And I thought that was really smart and made me think about creativity in a different way because as somebody who's wanted b- to be an artist for so long, I often think of creativity as something that I have to do and even that in itself is sort of a limit and so I'd like to just open myself up to new possibilities and I hope that can lead to more inspiring things down the road. Yeah, I get super inspired. um, I get super inspired performing with this group because there's so much like accumulation of other things and and being able to play with other bands in Colorado being able to see what other people sort of put out there and anything that sort of offers honesty or connection like that inspires me and it kind of has a has a lot of different like offshoots of that like a lot of different tendrils but anything where like honesty is and vulnerability like there's strength in that I think that's what inspires me Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's inspiring. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Connection and vulnerability and um so just to just to remind the uh listening audience that we are here with the Milk Blossoms. Um a band from right down the road, Denver, Colorado, and uh they're going to play one more song for us before they leave us. Uh the song's called Teenager. Later in the summer Staying up all night Like I couldn't be bothered Glamour chandelier I've got a mind To escape to What do you know About an old people
Summer. Hey. 